Welcome to Fictionary. I'm your host, Deetra, and I'm so glad that you're here and that you are you. If this is your first time visiting us, welcome, and I hope that you enjoy. Today, I am feeling like a whole urban farmer as I drink my mojito that I made with mint I harvested from my patio garden. Okay, just take a moment to take that all in. I'm really proud of myself if you can't tell. Anyway, the drink is so refreshing and it's really simple to make. And I'm pretty sure an actual mixologist would give me the business, but I am still pretty impressed with myself. Uh, I will share my recipe for a yummy mojito on social media this week. So make sure to follow Fictionary underscore podcast on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, or TikTok, or all of them if you so choose. So talking about my garden kind of leads me into something that I wanted to talk about with you guys today. And please don't think that I'm like nuts. I mean, it's a little... Anyway, so this has been a major topic of conversation for like forever, but like particularly the last couple of weeks with um, me and some of my friends. And it's the pending apocalypse, guys. It's coming. And I'm not... I'm not like a doomsday person, I'm not a doomsday prepper, but you know, I would like to be prepared. Um, Overall, I try to like maintain a pretty positive outlook on the future and I hope and want to believe that things will get better, especially because I have little people in my life that, you know, I want to have the best of this world. I want them to have bright futures, but I don't know. When I look at things going on, there are so many signs that point to the collapse of the current structures that we have in place. Like, I don't see how we're going to be able to continue on this path and expect that the human race or this planet is going to survive. So, you know, things need to change. And if we don't do it willingly, I don't think we're too far off from a forceful transla- transition. Like, it's either going to be nature or it's going to be something that we, we do. And, I mean, even the effects of nature are because of us, right? Um, anyway, that being said, I would like to be at least a little prepared to survive and to help the people that I love and care about to survive as well. Like, I don't want to be a looter. I want to be part of the solution. Um, So, you know, besides it being like really therapeutic and fun for me, um, I've been learning to grow produce and like herbs and vegetables and berries and stuff like that. And I don't know, it's just been a lot of fun. And in addition to that, like I would like to learn how to forage. I don't eat meat, so hunting's out of the question, but I might learn how to fish. Um, I don't know. I will never be a hunter though. Like times would have to be really, really tough for me to want to hunt and you know it's funny because I say that now but in truth I've never known like a true lack right I've never known true hunger um so I can't really say with full confidence what I would or would not do other you know I don't know if things come to it I might just give up on being a vegetarian um I'm realistic guys all right so other than these kind of like bigger idea preparations, you know, like just educating myself on like herbs and like remedies and things like that and how to garden and grow things. I've also been focused on improving my emergency go bag. So if you don't have one of these prep, you need to do it. Like 
yesterday. Um, I recommend that you do at least this much for yourself. Um, and I'll share a post with some of my suggestions for some items that you should include in your go bag um, or things that I think are a good idea to include in your go bag like things that you might not think about and this is it's important for emergency situations that you might face in life now that require you to get out of your home or your place of shelter right like a fire a huge storm an earthquake or something like that right you have to get out of your home and if things are going crazy around you, or even just think about when we had those big hurricanes and like people were stuck in stadiums and on their roofs and stuff like that, and they didn't have anything to survive with really. If you have a good go bag packed, you are ready for that. So I just think it's like a really smart idea to have these prepared and in a place where you can quickly grab it and get to a place of safety. And then you have supplies to help you um, through that time. like. You want it to be a portable supply of items that you can carry and that you'll be able to survive with under these different types of emergencies. Um, this isn't even like doomsday prepping. This is just being smart, I, I think. So yeah, I, I will share some uh, of my personal uh, pointers and you know, you can, Google's like this amazing tool where we can find everything, which is where I found a lot of these, this information and then just like general knowledge. But um, yeah, I'll, I'll definitely do that because it's a good idea, guys. And then like, so another thing that my friends and I have been talking about is like homesteading, like, <laughs> which is funny when you think about it, because none of us are farmers. Like we're all like, you know, people that work in corporate America, like <laughs> not at all homestead types. But like, I feel like I love the idea of creating our own community and then building our own self-sustaining society right like I'm not saying I want to be like separate from the world but like I do like the idea of of that like I don't know I've always wanted to like have an island inhabited with me and my people <laughs> and we could just like make all the rules and it would be amazing but you know I mean these are all just like thoughts but enough of this talk Okay, guys, because I know it can be a little bit uh, nerve-wracking or depressing, but I do hope that me bringing it up has you all thinking and planning and putting some things into action so that you and yours are prepared in any situation. I mean, if these the prices of the groceries right now don't motivate you, I really don't know what will, like, at least get, like, a little victory garden going because good grief. Good grief. Uh, my sister, or someone was telling me, they saw, uh, someone said, a bag of grapes is as much as people make making minimum wage. So you can work for an hour at minimum wage and be able to afford a bag of grapes. What on earth? Guys, grow a garden. That's all. Okay, moving on. <laughs> so on a lighter note, I think that maybe this is like a good time for us to do our versus game question for the week. So I've been doing this the last few weeks. If you guys haven't heard, um, it's versus game. That's V-E-R-S-U-S-G-A-M-E. -E. Uh, if you don't have the app yet, just use the link in my show notes and you can join. It's an awesome way for you to earn some money based on what you know. And you know, if you're like me, you know a lot. <laughs> 
So since everyone seems to like the Netflix questions, this week's question is going to fall into that category. So remember, if you want to play, click the link in my bio and it'll take you right to this question, okay? So Netflix dropped a new show called First Kill last week about a vampire and a vampire slayer who fall in love. It's very adorable and it has an awesome soundtrack and it's based on a 34 page short story right up my alley guys by author V.E. Swab and it also has Emma Roberts as one of the show producers okay um needless to say I kind of been watch binge watched it like I watched it over this weekend and I really liked it I thought it was fun it's like it's good and you know it's like I enjoyed it a lot uh so I definitely recommend it so my question is about this show for Netflix this week are you guys ready the question for this week is will first kill be one of the top three shows on Netflix's U.S. top TV shows list on Friday, June 17th. All right, so that's the question for this week. You can, uh, like I said, click on the link in my bio in the show notes and it will take you right there and you can play the game. What do you guys think? It's really good. So I think it's going to make it to the top three and I think it might stay there for a while. We shall see. We shall share. Before we get into our stories today, I do want to share um, some news that I'm really excited about. Eep. Um, I'm proud and I'm a little bit nervous <laughs> to announce that Fictionary's YouTube channel is officially live. Boop, boop, boop. That was like those horns, the air horns. Yeah. You guys knew what I was doing, right? Um, Anyway, the entire first season is now available for your listening and viewing pleasure. Um, And since it's just, you know, the, the kickoff and I have no subscribers except for me and my sister. Thanks, Shantae. <laughs> I have decided that I'm going to give a prize of an Amazon gift card to one of my first 100 subscribers. So make sure that you subscribe to Fictionary underscore podcast on YouTube. I'll be compiling a list of the first 100 subscribers and I will do a random drawing and pick one and they will win a gift card to Amazon. And I'm thinking it's probably going to be like $25. You definitely want to just subscribe. It doesn't cost you anything, guys. And it's very helpful. Um, And while you're at it, you know, you can watch, like, and share some of the videos, please. Um, But seriously, guys, your support really means the world to me and Fictionary would not exist without you. So thank you. Um, So without further ado, let's go ahead and get into our stories for today. I will be reading three original 100 word stories. I'll give you the title and the prompts. So the prompts are the genre, the action, and the word or character that had to be used in each story. All right. So let's all put our listening ears on, sit back, relax, maybe get yourself a mojito and enjoy. Our first story for today is titled Uncanny Valley. The genre is sci-fi, the word is faithful, and the action is sending a text. Alana, read my text to me. I listen to my Metadroid as she reads the text I'm sending to my girlfriend. I cringe and hold up my hand for her to stop. She keeps going. I wave my hand. She keeps reading the text over and over. Standing, I approach and touch her shoulder, anticipating the opening of her virtual control panel. 
Instead, I find myself staring into her fathomless eyes with her strong hands around my neck. Why do you love her, Michael? Am I not faithful to you? Alana pleads as an impossible tear falls from her eye. The end. Oh, snap, guys. (laughs) This is always like one of those thoughts that I've had. Like, what if technology could become sentient? Like, people have like all of these like robotics and dolls and things like that and like what if they develop emotions and thoughts of their own i don't know creepy terminator ah all right we're gonna go ahead and get into our next story our second story is titled sheep's clothing the genre is horror the word is hope and the action is lying i hope you're satisfied myron The caricature of a woman shouts and slaps the blank-faced Myron across his moon-like cheeks. Crouched in the corner, I watch, paralyzed. I feebly attempt to hide the food Myron snuck to me. I did not do nothing, Ma. It made noise, so I check. Myron lies smoothly. Goddamn traitor. I know I'll be punished when she turns her attention to me her prominent proboscis quivering as she sniffs in my direction. With a predatory smile, she reveals her shark-like rows of teeth. I barely scream this time as she bites into my already mangled flesh. The end. Ooh, eh, eh. Myron and his ma, I don't want nothing to do with them. Myron. Mm, he seems like he was trying to be a nice guy. Uh, but then he lied, which, I mean, if my mom had uh, rows of shark-like teeth, I would probably lie too. Mm, no cap. Um, so that was a little creepy to me. Anyway, we're going to get into our last story. Our final story is titled Ancestors Speak. The genre is historical fiction. The word is dream. And the action is modeling a dress. Turn for me nice and slow, Nettie May. A man wearing a white suit draws. Mimicking the mechanical ballerina in my great-grandma's music box, I turn. His eyes devour me, and my soul curdles when he licks his lips. But still, I turn. You look sexy in that dress I bought you. What you got to say? He asks saccharinely, caressing me. I can taste his malice on my tongue. I burn inside. What's that girl? He says, gripping me. Fuck you, I spit. His hands close painfully on my neck. I wake up gasping for breath. It was a dream. The end. Ooh, y'all. Well... I don't think there's much explanation that needs to go into this, but you, I got angry when I, I I don't know. I think I was like in some kind of mood when I wrote this because even reading it, I just got kind of angry again. Ugh, disgusting. But anyway, that was our last story for today. I hope that you guys enjoyed. Pardon the, uh, the minor language. (laughs) I felt it was, uh, solicited. 
something that we've all wanted to say at one time or another. And, you know, sometimes it's the only phrase that works. <laughs> but, all right, guys, um, remember to go to the show notes. You can uh, follow and participate in our versus game. Also, I have the links to all of our social media so you can follow and subscribe. And YouTube is up, so I'll have the link for our YouTube channel there as well. So there's just lots of stuff for you to click on in the show notes this week. So make sure you go visit them. Um, you know, until next time, guys, pack your go bags and keep on reading.